0: Welcome to a, a bonus episode of Mystery Outsiders and Apps.
1: This is an episode where we talk about Riverdale Season 4 because we can talk about Riverdale for forever.
0: Yeah, and we're talking about it now because we... I I, I, I don't want to punish this show because it punishes itself enough. I don't want to punish this <laughs> show for the fact that their Season 4 did have this three-episode break. And it's kind of hard to talk about because... God, looking back at season four, the beginning of it was over a year ago at this point.
1: And in a great many ways, I respect the show for being like, hey, we were going to tell a story. We're going to tell the arc that we were going to tell.
0: Yeah. Now, I will say I'm trying to think of uh, this season all the way through. I still don't think even if it was stuck together... It would be that great. I still think this was probably one of their least cohesive seasons.
1: I think, um, and I think I talked about this last week, but I maybe only talked to you about it. I do think it suffered some for having a huge gap of introducing us to Jelly Bean, and then suddenly, eight months later, it's like ha. She was a part of this. She did have emotions. Like, it may have built better if it was together, but I don't think it built great. Like, yeah. th- there were little hints that she was acting out. Like, when she did her I'm dead prank. <sighs> yeah. And, like, she did make a <laughs> couple comments about Jughead going to Stonewall and missing him and, like, hoping he would come back. Like, there were little things, but there was not enough.
0: Yeah, I think the problem is, like, if they really wanted us to, like, get into like understanding that they it had it had to be so much more of a focus like we had to have a thing where i was very much aware that she's and and i i know people can come out and be like oh but thematically does it doesn't make more sense that even the audience forgot about her it's like yeah but that's no that's dumb. <laughs> no that's dumb
1: here's the thing in a show that has so many characters jellybean was less of a character than kevin keller and like yeah. that's trying hard to make someone less of a character <laughs> than Kevin Keller. Yeah,
0: and the thing is like we had we were introduced to Jellybean in season 3. And like we the the biggest thing we got there is that she was abandoned by her mom, so I could see what they were going for. She had these abandonment issues. But um, what
1: they were showing us is that she appeared to be fine. Yeah, she got caught up in some of that Griffins and Gargoyle stuff, but she was a little kid. Like that's what little kids do. Yeah,
0: and maybe if the Griffins and Gargoyles thing had more to do with her being like, well, Jughead, you're never around, so I play with the people who will actually be around with me.
1: And maybe if there was more of her wanting to play with Jughead, maybe her like trying to go on some of his investigations.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like if if she if she was more of a like, I would love if she was played more of a. Like, the little sister who keeps showing up and like, no, we're trying to solve a murder, Jellybean.
1: We don't have time for you. We can't play whatever their version of Nancy Drew is. Especially
0: considering how, like, the biggest thing we got from her this season, other than, you know, the kind of fake-out death thing that was mostly for to freak out Betty, Mm Um was her actually being involved in the Jughead is dead thing? Because she figures it out on her own,
1: which is actually tells us. A, I mean, that it's, does tell will, us a ton about Jellybean. Shows, well, the
0: thing, the number one thing it shows is that she's very capable. So it's weird that the reveal is that she actually could not handle
1: losing. the potential
0: of losing Jughead to such a level. Like, like, I feel like they could have done something in that whole Jughead is Dead thing with Jellybean. Like, her acting out so much more with Jughead being dead, rather than her figuring it out and being involved.
1: Or or her, like being more of a part of the plot? Like, something. I, th-
0: I think if, I think if I was writing it, I would have had her, they, they had to bring her in because she was acting out too hard. Now, to be fair, what I, I also had said when we were recording this episode, that I would have done the Jughead Jones plot by by stretching out the death more, and you would have known he was alive the entire time. But the
1: characters didn't. Yeah, and
0: it was kind of a um a back and forth, like, cat and mouse thing with Donna and Brett, and you're kind of aware what Jughead's doing, than doing like one episode where it pretends he's dead and the next episode he suddenly kicks down the door and explains the the crime <laughs> to everybody i mean I, th-
1: I think the other thing with Jelly Bean is kids do make like i don't know the stories that i wrote when i was a teenager and like the movies that we made kids do make things like needlessly dramatic like when a boyfriend is being mean in a story that you write when you're a teenager he says things that no very few human beings would ever say yeah and i think knowing that like knowing i was that kind of artistic teenager i'm like not that bothered by her movies (laughs) especially because what they showed us like what the show showed us yeah is she recorded her parents' house, mm-hmm. Archie's house, the outside Veronica's hotel that she lives in, and Pop Tates. They said everyone was getting videos.
0: Well but but the problem is, Aaron, they said everyone is getting videos. But
1: they didn't show it.
0: I know. But but they did a shorthand by I know everyone was watching in Pop Tates. But the problem is that when you when you say in a show everyone got a video and then Later, they're like, actually, no, everyone didn't. Give I'm like, well, then you just... Then Jughead, you who's writing this book... You're bad at your book. Jughead, you lied to me. Not the show. Jughead lied but to like, me. But,
1: like, is it... I don't know. Should I... Knowing that it's just kids who went and set up cameras around town and then, like, left and collected their cameras, Yeah, I'm kind of like, that's, like, a prank kids would do.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, a... isn't
1: it kind of just, like, a weird kid prank?
0: Yeah, like, it it it... It almost should be portrayed as like it got out of hand, like mm-hmm. because because the first ones should should have like oh God, the first ones really should have just been like what you said it sh- what you said rather than um <laughs> rather than what it actually was. Like I have the episode because it first appeared in Halloween. Halloween was yeah. the first tapes appeared, um, which is actually very soon after Jughead leaves. Um, It says, when ominous videotapes begin appearing on doorsteps across Riverdale. (laughs) Like, the first ones really should have been just those couple. Because that's supposed to be Jughead. Or not Jughead. Jellybean Jellybean is doing it. And I think Ricky.
1: And, like, two kids doing that.
0: Yeah. And even then, like Morgans are like, "Oh, I want to do that too. It creeps people out. That's cool, yeah, and jelly bean could be like, "Well, I didn't like then we just started doing more of it, and like that's and what it- that's why I also think that we should have had an actual murderer going around this episode." this season because it's almost like the auteur was taking away from actually figuring out like they were almost They were distracted
1: in, by the videos when what they should have been paying attention to was Charles murdering people everywhere. Yeah. Which he didn't do. Which
0: he didn't do. Um because then
1: And then Jelly Bean could be like, oh my God, and then I realized that you guys thought my tapes had something to do with the murder and I couldn't tell you then.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's this whole whole thing where it's like we didn't mean like like you know, we we didn't mean for our tapes to like take over this whole thing and it's, it's bad.
1: The other thing is the first video that she, cause you know how she started making videos that like acted out real murders? Yeah. It definitely should have been Betty and Jughead with The Rock, not Jason dying, right? No,
0: the first video was The Rock. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. The first video was The Rock. Jason dying was, I mean, that, here's the thing with Jason dying one. That was definitely some kid hated Cheryl. Like, that's... I don't think that's Betty. I don't think that's Ricky. I think that was just one of the kids in the group was like, you know who I hate? Cheryl.
1: And you know what video we all saw? Because it's super easy to get from the Blue Velvet.
0: <laughs> that video. You
1: know what? She's mean. Yeah. Let's just do it. I'm- and Jill Bean was like, oh, okay.
0: Well, and like... <laughs> I we did mention when we did our... Uh, I mean, we did mention at the beginning. Charles just doesn't appear in this episode. Charles, who we were like, oh, he's definitely the Otari's this... I mean, he was revealed to be a serial killer, but, like... But mostly he was just a creep. <laughs> well, yeah. And he, and he killed, like, his... So the things he was doing throughout the entire season... and was... Okay, hang on. Yeah. We do need to talk about this. Um, okay. But I think the best way to talk about it is we should go through what I was going to do. What Charles is...
1: did chronologically? Well, no.
0: I was going to say, let's... Before we get into Charles, and I'm sorry, people are very excited to get into Charles. We'll, we'll table this. I promise we'll get back to it. <laughs> let's see what happened in season four. Okay. Because it was a long time ago. Season four began with people in these... St- like, I'm not going to count the death one. Like... Luke spread- Perry,
1: Luke Perry yeah. passed away. The show actually did a great job of memorializing him. Yeah.
0: Um, it, that episode did have the weird thing where Cheryl didn't want them to have 4th of July. And then they eventually threw a parade. Noteworthy. It's not a 4th of July parade. It's a
1: Luke Perry Andrews parade. <laughs> which
0: we were like, Cheryl planned a Luke Perry... A, a, a parade for Luke Perry. I'm like, Yeah. Because she didn't want to do 4th of July. So and she... she
1: just co-opted it into tragedy because yeah. Cheryl is a tragedy queen. And she
0: doesn't want, I don't want anyone celebrating on the day that J- Jason died. Like she did...
1: He didn't actually die on the 4th. He, no, he disappeared didn't. on the 4th and died sometime later.
0: <laughs> like, I think a week later. I yeah. feel... Okay. When it begins. Okay. Archie has returned to... Rip. I mean, he's been there since last thing, but... But
1: everyone's back. Yeah. They um, stay up too late partying the night before the first day of school. Yeah.
0: Um, Jughead first meets uh, Mr. Chipping but going to Stonewall Prep. Hiram and Hermione are in jail at the beginning of this season.
1: That's right, because we kept wondering where Veronica lived.
0: Yes, Hermione and Hiram were both in jail. Hiram, because Veronica framed him for her crimes with the help of the another FBI agent. Different FBI agent, Different agents. FBI agent Who she
1: met through Archie's mother's girlfriend?
0: I thought she just met them because she's Veronica. That's season three stuff. Um, and Hermione, because when Hiram went to jail... Because originally Hiram had separated from... Hermione, because learned that Hermione tried to kill him. That's
1: right, and so he lives somewhere else, and Ron could chose with her mom. <laughs> yep,
0: yep, yep. Yep. Uh, so they got him. They got all their stuff, and then Hermione got arrested because Hiram could
1: flipped and said that she tried to kill him.
0: Yeah, and he could kind of prove it. Remember, remember there all those things where like he forged who owned. The law, the the creepy cabin.
1: Oh yes, and it had something to do with he could pin something on Mad Dog Sheriff, who was not Sheriff color.
0: Um, no, no, no. Minetta was already dead by this point.
1: But Minetta was the one who tried to kill him.
0: Yeah, and then Hermione killed Minetta.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought he could connect to Minetta somehow. Well, no, Archie found Minetta's body. That's right. His head, his body without <laughs> his head.
0: N- maybe no, no. <laughs> what what it was? All it was is that. Um, they where they found where they found the body. Archie didn't find it. The police found it. Where they found the body, um, the cabin belonged to Hiram.
1: But he pretended it belonged he, to Hermione. Yeah, he
0: forged it that belonged to Hermione. To that
1: makes a difference. To frame
0: her for a crime she actually did commit. <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah, and then remember the way that Hermione got off is that she. Um, she pled guilty to the crimes that are already revealed because they're like, the longer we wait, the more crimes will be revealed. Oh,
1: and Veronica was busy refusing to testify for either of her parents. Yeah, That's sa- right. Yeah, she
0: sang a song in front of all the um, reporters. Yeah, she, she
1: sang a song from Chicago. That <laughs> yeah. was her press conference.
0: Yeah, she sang a song from Chicago. She refused to help either of them, then helped her mother. Um, <laughs> this is also during the time where she was, like, changing her name to Luna.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah.
0: Do you remember why she changed her name back as well?
1: Did it have something to do with the rum? Is it when her dad got sick?
0: I would like to know as well, Aaron, because when you because when you look at it, her she just decided to change her name back from Luna. Like she actually mentions it before she hears her dad is sick. Because she hears her dad is sick when she goes to. She, oh wait, she She
1: doesn't she because do she gets mad because Hermosa exists.
0: I mean that is a whole thing as well. There's all the whole Hermosa thing and
1: I think she gets mad that Hermosa exists and
0: she's like, No, I'm a lodge Yeah, there is that. And oh god, and then it's a higher man being like, You're actually just jealous that about about Hermosa and she's like, No And then we were like, Oh my god, that is why she's doing this Oh That's no! That's the thing
1: with my With sorry, Veronica and Hiram, they always say why each other are doing things, and it sounds insane. And you're like, "Oh no, wait! <laughs> oh no!" Literally, everything either one of you does ever is to punk the other.
0: Yeah, that is the that is the only reason they do
1: anything. Absolutely
0: anything. Um, <laughs> now, moving, sorry, moving along this season. A little yes, bit things happen this season. Uh, so Jughead's whole thing at Stonewall happened. A lot of stuff there. Moose Chipping died. None that
1: he got locked in a coffin on Halloween. Got locked because in coffin pranks, but
0: it was a prank. But also, it was not a prank. We learn eventually in the reveal that that what the Quill and Bones, which they mention a few times, and then they stop mentioning it, and now it's just the Quill and Bones are against the people who are right. The Baxter Brothers,
1: yes, and Jughead became a member of the Quill and Bones.
0: Yeah, but it really means nothing. Um, <laughs> so. To, to the Baxter Brothers' contract was that the person who got it was the one who could commit the perfect murder.
1: But then Jughead got it because
0: well, no. So originally they were going to kill. Got it. Well, okay.
1: They were going to kill Moose. They were
0: going to kill Moose, and then but Chipping
1: then, got Moose enrolled in the army.
0: Yeah, Chipping was got guilty and kicked Moose. Well, forced not forced, but you know he he, he heavily. He, <laughs> suggested Moose should leave.
1: Because he was going to tell everyone that Moose's dad was a fake black hood, no, a fake gargoyle king, and also Moose was bisexual. <laughs>
0: yeah, so he, he he got him out um, to save his life.
1: So then they decided to murder Jughead. Okay,
0: <laughs> now you might be wondering, because Jughead asked this, why was he brought there in the first place if they were just going to kill Moose? Jughead says it, wa- it was done by, du- by DuPont, to lure out Jughead's grandfather. But <laughs> Jughead's grandfather, like, he that didn't lure out Jughead's grandfather. It his, was
1: Jughead stalking his grandfather. Yeah, Jughead
0: decides to find his grandfather because he learns that uh, DuPont... So why would DuPont lure Jughead there to figure out his crime to get his grandfather there.
1: Here's the thing. I think Chipping just was completely going rogue. Chipping was like, I like this boy. He wrote a good story. I'm going to bring in anyone I want. I'm Chipping. Here's
0: the thing, Eric. That makes so much more sense. But the series doesn't say it. (laughs) But, like, that's the same thought I had. I'm like, why didn't he – why didn't they just do Chipping – like, chipping... Chipping went rogue. Yeah, he he got... And that's the reason why everyone was kind of like... DuPont was like, why is this guy here? And then, you know, this whole thing with chipping, rather than, than be like, no, 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 you got me here to lure out my grandfather, who, if I had just gone along with everything, I never would have lured out.
1: I guess, to be fair... Fair, DuPont wouldn't know that Jughead had no relationship with his grandfather because I don't think DuPont's good at well, investigation. But, but they
0: knew that his grandfather disappeared. Like, that's, that's why DuPont couldn't find him. But
1: maybe DuPont was thinking like, <laughs> but blood is thicker than water.
0: I, I love the thought that DuPont, DuPont is ju- just like, well, well, this guy's completely vanished up. Me, one of the richest YA authors in the world. Um, this guy's vanished off the map. But I'm sure his grandson, possibly.
1: That's because DuPont is a YA author. So he (laughs) thinks like YA novels.
0: Potentially. Uh, DuPont could have just been doing shit. Well the question I have is so if the idea was to commit the perfect murder, who would get the Baxter Brothers contract if all all worked together. If they all worked together to kill Jughead.
1: And weren't they also going to all work together to kill Moose?
0: Um, I think the idea. I mean, that's the thing. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense because if they are all trying to kill moose, then not one of them could commit the. Per- it, had, it would have to have been four different people that they're like, oh, you each have to kill one person.
1: So obviously, Chipping just didn't do a good job of passing on his legacy, and he recruited all these bozos who can't cr- create well, no, a murder well, on their no, own. No, because
0: every year they said there was multiple people. I, I, this, the problem is like it just doesn't make oh, any you're sense. Right, four
1: people always go missing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know what was different about this year.
1: Well, maybe there were two other transfer students, and Jughead just didn't know them.
0: Well, and also, DuPont does a lot of weird punking of Jughead, considering how the entire plan is to...
1: Make Jughead dead? Yeah,
0: is to kill Jughead. So they do so many things, and them. like, what does this have to do with your... Like
1: Well, like, when they give him the fake contract, and then they steal his story, and then they put him in front of the tribunal, and then they kick him out of school?
0: Yeah, like, I, I'm the only thing I got there was like, okay, so were they setting up... Okay, the idea what I got there was like, okay, so they're setting up that Jughead is angry enough to have something, to do something. But that's not the murder they went with. What they went with, with is... Was
1: Betty that, had a psychotic episode. Had a psychotic
0: episode, and either... They said that either... Um, either two, one of two things would happen. um, Either... Betty would admit to it, and she would go to jail. Or, because they also lured Archie and Veronica there. Oh, that's right. Or they would all cover it up, and either way, they would They still, got away with murder. They got away with murder. So, so it had Ju-
1: nothing to do with Jughead getting kicked out of school. Yeah,
0: all they needed to do with all those things is get Jughead mad do- enough to follow Brett. And I promise you, they didn't have to do... All of that crazy, twisty, torturing him things to get him to follow Brett.
1: I mean, Brett could have just been like,
0: ooh, you wanna go? Let's go in the woods. I feel like they could have spent more time like torturing Betty.
1: To make her feel like she was crazy.
0: Kinda what Donna was doing. Kind of?
1: Oh, yes, that's right. Because Betty started investigating Donna and then Donna would yeah. call
0: her in the middle of the night and uh, stuff. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Donna definitely was had a hand in trying to kill Jughead. But, like, her her revealed plot of... I want to destroy DuPont. She did nothing in the steps towards that.
1: Well, I mean, Donna had a classic Vega plan where she was like, I'm going to look at the <laughs> well, world. Well, well, <laughs> and then like, if things seem to be going in my favor, I do like, nothing.
0: DuPont Dupont, DuPont ki- jumps out of the window and kills himself. And she's just like, oh, good. <laughs> and then Betty comes and is like, this was your plan all along. I can't with Donna to be like, I mean, it was... I mean eventually like,
1: I was just going to watch what was happening and like casually needle things but I knew eventually the steps like, we would take would make him destroy himself. I mean himself. The, the
0: thing that gets me is that she is revealed to like all of the um those students are revealed to have known the secret. Like she it feels like it what she should have done is as soon as DuPont was like my like you know you need to commit the perfect murder is she would have went should have went to the police and be like hey that guy's making students kill each other. That would have destroyed DuPont immediately. But it
1: wouldn't make him dead.
0: I mean, he jumped out a window as he was being arrested. <laughs> That's true. Maybe it would have made him dead. Also, he's a very old man. He's not going to handle well in jail. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to send him to, sh- to Shankshaw, and he's going to get shanked in his Shaw.
1: Is that what Hyra's prison is called? No,
0: no, no. Shankshaw's the bad prison. Oh. Hi- Shankshaw I- was where Archie went.
1: DuPont is too rich. He would not go to Shankshaw. <laughs> He would go to the Hiram prison and well, get that Penelope Blossom tree. Yeah, but he's not
0: friends no, he is friends with Hiram because the whole griff No, no, that's definitely different. No, he's not friends with Hiram. Aaron, only friends with Hiram get. Aaron, once again, the whole thing's very corrupt. Oh,
1: my God. Hiram going to his own prison and then sneaking out in the middle of the night to threaten, threaten Veronica? That yeah. also happened in season four.
0: Yep, that was season four. That Did was he also things.
1: visit Archie in the middle of the night? Um, Definitely Veronica. No,
0: I think he just visited Veronica. And then that's when he told her, don't change the locks. I could get it anyway. It's like, just change the locks. He can't. He's not magic.
1: He can't get into your apartment building. If,
0: if the doors are locked... He can't get in. He's not a ma... The only reason he can get out of his prison is because he owns his prison. But
1: then he's just going to be standing outside of the apartment complex you live in being like, Veronica! Hey. hey." Hey. Also this season, the Dickens clan.
0: Yes, this season had two different white trash drug clans. It had the Dickens, which included such notable figures as... Dodger, you know, and of the, an artful kind.
1: Mama. Yeah. And it included Archie getting saved from Mama, who was played by an actress <laughs> one year older than me. Yeah. Because his dad's ghost made a turkey go out of an air fryer.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> that was his whole thing. Um, then there's the other, uh, the rum running gang. The, the Malloys,
1: who were Veronica's enemies. Yes,
0: until Hiram killed them. <laughs>
1: Yes, and, and then, then they were Hiram's enemies. Yes, and then
0: Hermosa killed the rest. This episode, this season also had the episode where everyone got therapy. Uh, I only wanted to bring that up because Veronica, because I wanted to remind us about Veronica's storyline where she got therapy and then ignored the therapy but claimed she followed the therapy.
1: Another notable moment in that episode was Alice storming in there and being like, How dare you give my children therapy? Also, will you give me therapy?
0: <laughs> Is that what happened with
1: Alice? Yeah, she busted into Betty's therapy.
0: Oh, right, right, yes.
1: I mean, to be fair, Alice does need therapy, which is maybe now why she is a fan and wanted (laughs) to get therapy for Jellybean.
0: Aaron, I want to read this. If it doesn't work and and, and I'm done and it's too long and you say it's not funny, I will cut all of this. (laughs) Okay. Because this is two paragraphs, but I think it's very coincidental. This is Veronica... In her whole meeting with Miss Burble.
1: Wait, are you reading me a quote?
0: No. I'm reading you you a summary of these scenes. Okay. Veronica sits down with Miss Burble. She congratulates Veronica on her acceptance into Harvard. Couldn't remember that.
1: Oh, yeah. Veronica, the smartest person Mm -hmm. in the school, except for Betty, who's the valedictorian. And Cheryl.
0: (laughs) Mm. No, I think Tony was better than Cheryl Tony was perfect
1: Tony got into the school Cheryl bullied her way into the school The
0: problem is that Apparently everybody in the show Is the smartest person ever It's like It's like the writers don't know How to create shades of grey They're just like Either you're you're barely getting in Or you're the smartest person ever
1: Except for Kevin He exists nowhere And is punished for his
0: Um so it was a dream school until her father meddled into her affairs and apparently bought her way in. She's infuriated because now she'll never know if she can do it on her own, and she doubts that her father did it out of the kindness of his heart. Uh he did it to prove that he can control her. Blah blah blah, some stuff there. He he's pretending. So he's done repeatedly. Remember when he pretends to sell her two businesses and then just doesn't?
1: Oh yeah, but then <laughs> she does get them.
0: Well, because she she um oh, frames she, him for the yes, murders and then she gets all the of stuff. His, yeah. So wait, hold on. So she got to keep. Pops and Le Bon Nuit. Where'd the rest of Law Gender... Uh, I think she go. owns
1: them. Which I don't know why she needs to steal them from Hiram later.
0: Because <laughs> she still owns them. He doesn't get them. Maybe he does get. Maybe but he if did he, get them back. But if he got them back, then he also would have got Le Bon Nuit back. Did oh, he get whatever. them
1: back when he became mayor?
0: <laughs> I don't think you get them back, even if you're found. Maybe I don't know. Um, so she hasn't forgiven him to how he lured Archie into crime and later tried to kill him. Um. <laughs> okay. Here's the part. Miss <clears throat> Burble questions if Veronica is inf- I was reading way too early. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> <set>. um, <clears> that. Miss Burble questions if Veronica is in fact jealous of Vermosa. Veronica claims to despise her father, however, Miss Barbell diagnoses what Veronica's feeling as obsession. She and her father are obsessed with each other. The connection goes far beyond that a typical father-daughter relationship. He sees her as an extension of himself, which is why he'll never entirely let Veronica go. A student. Um, okay, and she see and she sees him as her ideal future self. She's a straight A student with two flourishing businesses and early admittance to Harvard. She has instilled in he has instilled in Veronica a drive that is perhaps the reason she is so successful. Miss Burble has two diagnoses. They are the same diagnosis. Just to be clear: the Oedipus and Electra complexes. That is one. Just one is for women and one is for men. Yep. Veronica's locked in a constant battle for identity with her father, driven by compulsive forces like love, sexuality, and obsession. She, suge- she suggests that Veronica completely cut ties with her father. Despite Hyam's interference, Miss Burble advises Veronica say yes to Harvard, and no matter what, not to engage with her father on his terms. Veronica's locked in a dance of death with her father, so Ms. Burble's last question is, who's leading? Do you remember what Veronica does with hearing this great advice?
1: Turns down Harvard, applies to Yale, gets mad because her father buys her way into Yale, ends up going to Bernard, which is at (laughs) Columbia University, and also starts a rum feud with her father.
0: Uh, Close. Um, Veronica is confronted by her father after getting a call from Dean Kingsley that she turned down her acceptance into Harvard. She'll be attending Yale instead. Uh, She actually just doesn't get into Yale. Um, she refuses to allow her father to dictate her life any further. <laughs> She's finished living his version of her life. He's not convinced that Veronica will be able to just walk away from him as she has never been before. Taking her guidance counselor's advice, Veronica's going to kill him in the battlefield that he cherished above all others. Business. That is literally not her advice. That's
1: the opposite <laughs> of her advice. I like how
0: it says, like, like oh, her advice do <laughs> do not engage. Go to, say yes to Harvard, and no matter what, do not engage him on his terms. Veronica hears that and goes, "I'll engage him on his terms and say <laughs> no to Harvard. It's just <laughs> insane. like it's fine if she doesn't take the advice, but don't pretend that she did.
1: You know what? The only reason Veronica owns two successful businesses is by accident.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: although to be fair, the rum business she actually does a good job with.
0: Yeah. Well, she got cuz she bought the white worm. Yep. Um and then she sold it to her father so she could keep Pop Tate so her friends could have a place to hang out and instead he would get Gave. the town? <laughs>
1: Um, well, she gave him the white worm, which he needed to... For drug business. ...take over the town. The white worm was the last right, piece the, left in his attempt white, to take over the South Side. The white side. worm
0: was the last thing keeping him from doing that stupid lockdown.
1: But he wanted the South Side so he could build his shopping complex. Because <laughs> remember when Alice showed up and she was dressed as a serpent?
0: <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> anyway, uh, so yeah, then then there's, you know, we, we get the whole drug head thing... Uh,
1: what was everyone else doing while well, Jughead was at Stonewall
0: I mean pretty much that that was what Veronica was doing what was uh, Archie
1: doing being sad
0: yeah Art well this Archie was fighting with the um uh, the Dodger in his oh, crew oh right the Dixons right. yes yeah uh, and then oh,
1: and then Archie became a vigilante again. Then yeah, he
0: became a vigilante again. Yes, after Halloween because remember yep. he wore a costume. Uh, there's the variety show which is Hedwig. Uh, that's the one where they where he won't where, where Honey they... won't let them do no
1: Honey wouldn't let Kevin wear drag. Yes, so then Kevin wore drag and disrupted classes. Well, I and was... then Honey was like no variety show. No,
0: I was specifically thinking when they when they sexy danced at him at Pop Tate's. Well, that
1: was after Honey wouldn't let Kevin wear. Yeah, drag. when they
0: when they saying candy or something.
1: I think Honey was like – or no, Kevin wasn't even going to wear drag. Kevin just wanted to sing a song from Hedwig, and Honey was like, nope, you're a child. You don't know what songs from Hedwig are about. (laughs) And then Kevin dressed in drag and disrupted classes. Yes. Then everyone was like, this is discrimination. And then they sexy danced him to prove to him the musicals are fun. Yeah. And then everyone sings songs from Hedwig, but then actually they just did the variety show at Le Bon Nuit.
0: Yeah. And then that's that's pretty much like how it, how it wraps up. Like after that one, there's only two more and it's like there's the, the Betty and Archie uh, thing happened that episode. They follow the tapes, and then there's that whole um, uh, Killing Mr. Honeywell where he cancels prom, and then the parents come in, and like, you're not canceling prom! And he's like, oh, fuck.
1: Then he creates a fake... Um, creates a fake tape. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There was also the episode where Mad Dog wanted to go to Notre Dame, and then he hurt his knee, and then he took drugs that he got from Archie's uncle. Yeah. And then he did go to Notre Dame.
0: Yeah, that was like... I think just after or before Thanksgiving, yeah, that's that's when Frank (laughs) arrived. Oh, Eh. Frank. Yeah. Why didn't Frank – you know what would have been really great for Archie to talk with about being in the army? Hmm, Frank. Frank,
1: who was in the army.
0: Yep. Unfortunately, he was being arrested by some FBI agent, not Charles.
1: No, he turned himself in and wasn't Charles, so I'm sure he's just (laughs) slipped through the cracks.
0: All right. Speaking of Charles – Now we can talk about the Charles thing.
1: Okay, so Charles loves his family, loves his family so much he wants to listen to them all the time, loves his family so much that he doesn't want anyone to be mean to them, so he's going to watch a lot of things, use his FBI tools, also keep in contact with his prison boyfriend, and then when it really seems like people are being really mean to his family, he'll do two small murders.
0: Oh, no, he's a serial killer, Aaron.
1: Oh, yes, he has killed people before Riverdale. Yes. Back when he did his drugs.
0: Aaron? What was Hal and Chick doing? Like, why did we have that scene where they both... Did did he just meet with Chick being like, Hey, Chick, I totally bugged them, but now they think I'm cool. And Chick was like, Nice! And then they touched hands on the mirror or the wind glass.
1: I think he was just like, Hey, Chick, I love ya. And Chick was like, (laughs) Yeah, I love you, too, even though I'm crazy and in prison. And Charles was like, that's okay. I listen to every word my family says. I have bugs everywhere. And Chick was like, cool. I love when you bug people, dude.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what happened in that scene. we having to catch him up. Yeah. They They both, like, they they overplayed Charles so much. I thought he would be something so much more but he was just
1: the thing is like Betty says you've killed people before and he says yeah I kill anyone who hurts people I love wouldn't it be cool if we knew (laughs) who he killed before like if we had a single concrete example because I feel like Betty just said you've killed before and Charles was like will she like me more if I killed she loved her dad she knows a lot about yeah I've killed people love me sister I've done a murder. Because the show gave us nothing concrete. He could have made it up.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah. Here's a question I have, Aaron, also. When did he become an FBI agent?
1: After he was on drugs and in love with Chick. Mm
0: -hmm. That's what we're going to go with.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the drugs was his rock bottom. Mm -hmm. Or maybe the drugs happened while he was an FBI agent.
0: Yeah, and how did... Then how is he... Still in a relationship with Chick?
1: How is he so senior in the FBI that he can run his own unit, his own <laughs> FBI training?
0: Now, I'm just going to chalk that up to this show, not understanding what capabilities FBI agents do. Um, the fact that if, if it wasn't for the fact that there were other FBI agents there as well, I'd be like, oh, he's just lying.
1: This season was also the one where Betty thought that she was a serial killer because they kept telling her she had the serial killer Oh, my killer God, gene. Aaron, that's
0: every season. That's true. Yeah, but remember, she w- she went into her mind and killed her dark self.
1: Oh, that's right. She learned how to time travel thanks to her brother.
0: Yes, she did. And and stopped that whole, I can't believe... Tangerine they, thing. They decided to totally do that serial killer gene thing straight.
1: <laughs> it just, it seemed like it should have been a cult lie.
0: It should have been a cult lie. God, I, I mean, I don't want to go back into season three too much. I mean, hey, cult does in season four as well. That's right. Um, the, f- the fact that the show is so bad at telling us what we should know and what we should not know. Like... As when I saw the videos, I thought that was them killing someone, and I they never did a good job of clarifying they what never killed anyone and why they knew they didn't kill anyone. If I saw that videotape and knew everything that was going forward, I'd be like, "Oh my god, they killed someone on tape." They should have someone be like, "We we have we found no body. except for those mutilated boy bodies," but
1: they y- did say he hired actors and they rehearsed,
0: so I guess okay. that's. But how be- do they know that, Aaron?
1: Well, do they find, like did they find? Did they find the rehearsal tapes? <laughs> Obviously, they found the call schedule.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do they?
1: But f- unfortunately, they referred to each of the actors by their character names.
0: Yeah. Like th- they, had <laughs> these people saying things like, <laughs> like, oh, well, the got a- the actors, and they rehearsed and they did these things. And they, they're like, you don't know that
1: because you know who's always saying those things,
0: Jughead and Betty, children. <laughs> well, and the first tape was someone pretending to be tied with Jughead and acting very well. It's like I'm. Scared Scared, which could just have been someone being scared, and then one person behind them hitting them on the head with the rock, and then hitting them on the ground. Like, in my mind, the person who hit him with the rock was the auteur, was the murderer, mm-hmm. and they just murdered a person.
1: But it turns out, Jellybean was Betty, and Ricky was Jughead, I yeah, guess.
0: But the show assumed that we would just assume that someone wasn't being killed. Um, it's Except for... Except for the David one, where they thought David
1: was being killed, killed. but he
0: wasn't. <laughs> also, kind of talk about that one. That that one there. They rushed over to David's because the other idea I I had someone float, which was that they knew it was a live stream, and I'm like. How the rest wasn't a live stream the rest was rave videos but it
1: did seem like they knew it was a live stream
0: which is why they rushed the blue velvet immediately and and, it, and here's the thing, it was a live stream unless if they kept the video so sitting up so what I
1: will say is I always thought they didn't kill anyone like I always thought it was just acting until they did the Mr. Honey one and then for some reason that one I was like oh my god they killed the real Mr. Honey
0: <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Yeah, but the, the, the entire fact that me and you have different ideas, that means they should have clarified it. Yeah, it, it should be more clear. And that goes back to the cult where the cult has lied about so many things. Like, they they told um, Cheryl that her brother was alive. Cheryl said, no, 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 that tape was faked. And my brother actually wasn't killed, which means the cult has convinced her that. But that was a lie.
1: But then they told <laughs> Alice that Charles was alive.
0: Yes, which is... Which, Which here's he the thing? Was. No, but here's the thing. That is a lie. And it's weirdly true. enough, at that point, Alice knew.
1: And also, you know who was playing Charles in those ghost scenes? Chad Michael Murray.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which
1: means she was also in a relationship with Chad Michael Murray, who was playing her son in the ghost scenes. Yeah. And Alice knew all of that was yeah. going and on. And she was
0: working with her son.
1: <laughs> like, that's crazy.
0: <laughs> um, and then they lied. But then Betty, who... They said, oh, you have the serial killer, Gene. We're supposed to be like, oh, no, they were telling the truth there. Like, the why? O- Everything
1: else was a lie. The only thing I can assume, and this is not the show, yeah. but it was all lies. But then Alice was like, hmm, Polly, tell <laughs> Betty this. It'll make her really upset.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, because Alice, it's true. Alice, the undercover agent who doesn't know how to maybe pull it back a little bit.
1: Oh, Alice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's fine. I was just undercover. And then the, they, then the conclusion of that entire arc of all the things like, oh, no, he was just a crazy guy who wants to build a rocket. And Evelyn was going to take all, all the other cult members and drive them off a cliff.
1: And so he was stealing everyone's he was harvesting organs, organs to yeah. build his rocket?
0: Well, you no, know, he was selling organs to make money to build a rocket. Okay. No, don't don't wait. Like, that makes sense.
1: He just, he never seemed like that kind of cult leader.
0: No, he didn't seem like the, I want to build a rocket. Like, he earnestly believed, I'm going to build a rocket, fly to the moon.
1: But he seemed to me, like, until that scene, to be the kind of cult leader who was like, I need to build, like, I need to get a bunch of money. And maybe he's, maybe he doesn't believe in the government. Like, he could have been, like, a government conspiracy, conspiracy theorist. Like, I need to get all this money because the government's out to get me. Yeah. So he still could have gone, like... Paranoid, but the rocket thing was never in his oeuvre. Well,
0: and the also thing is like, yeah, if you wanted to have a go into into like a mass suicide attempt thing but his thing was I'm gonna take in a rocket and fly it somewhere. Um, Evelyn is going to get in a tr- in a bus with all the cult members and just drive off a cliff.
1: So that they don't <laughs> disturb me while I do my rocket. That's the only
0: thing I can think of. Like Like, because he – it seems to imply that he honestly thought he was going to fly somewhere. Yeah. Like, you know, there's the cultists who, like, oh, a spaceship is going – that's the cultist. Is going to come and get us. Yeah, that was the mass suicide thing. But, like, his – his, like, his following didn't make sense. Like, what happened, What was Evelyn doing?
1: And, like, what did she think she was achieving? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, like, Jonestown, they all committed suicide because they thought that the government was coming to stop them yeah. from believing what they need to believe. Were they the...
0: were the, the, they were a the sp- Kool-Aid. No, but were they the UFOs going to come and in they're in the, going to no, pick us up? No,
1: um, the UFO, I think, was um, the New Mexico cult. Jonestown was the one in the um, South America.
0: Okay. I mean, yeah. But, but yeah, the point is that his – it didn't seem – I think it's like it, – his his cult never seemed suicidal. It no. seemed like he was doing it so he could collect he things He was manipulating up. people yeah. to give
1: himself power.
0: Yeah, but it never seemed like he was a suicide cult.
1: Because then what happens to his power?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, it just like, like – it felt like they – they really felt like, oh – we're kind of done with the cult thing. And remember, the season three ending was they vanished and only Kevin was there. And he's like, they're not coming back. And they left all their clothes behind. But yeah. they just went down to, like, a Mexico-ish place. Yeah,
1: they went down to, you I know, think, they were in the Pacific Northeast and they went down to
0: I think it was, well, no, Betty, Betty had to get passport. No, wait, he, no, know No,
1: the passports were for- yeah,
0: so they could pretend that they were going. Yeah. But in fact, they were just going to drive off a cliff. Yes. Yes, right. 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 Uh, <laughs> um, sorry, with Charles, the the reason I want to bring this up because Charles's sequence of life makes is weird. So, here's Charles's background. So, on the night, uh, so you know, FP and Alice, Alice got pregnant. She was pregnant during the Midnight Club thing, and then she went <sighs> to the
1: Sisters of Quiet Mercy, had a yes. baby, gave him up for adoption.
0: Yeah. Um, there's this thing here where Hal wanted Alice to have an abortion. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Um,
1: so she basically, she broke up with FFP because she was pregnant, got together with Hal, who's always been chasing her. Yeah. And then basically, like, tricked Hal into thinking that the baby was his.
0: Yeah. Um, the following day, Alice took herself in the sisters of quiet mercy, and five months later, she gave birth to a baby boy, which sisters arranged to be adopted quietly. Then she left. Um, he was never, he was not adopted. He, um, he entered and stayed in the roster system, was never adopted um, around 2009- he ran away from the Institute. So 2009, that was 11 years ago. Okay. Upon leaving, uh, he discovered information about his biological family, and he went to the Cooper house to see his mother, though he never got the chance to meet her.
1: Wait a second. So Charles is like 29?
0: Charles is is 27.
1: Charles is 27. Charles is
0: 27.
1: Charles, but FP's 50.
0: Charles is 27. <laughs>
1: But FP is 50. FP, his father, who got Alice pregnant when they were both seniors in high school, is 50. And Charles is 27. And
0: Charles is 27. And FP is 50. Both those things are true. Both those things that you said are true.
1: Why isn't FP Um,
0: Charles was born in 1992. So when they said 90s... How how old would um would he be in 1992, Aaron?
1: <laughs> if FP was
0: fifty in 2019, well, I mean, here's the thing: that's actually Skeet his age, right? That's kind of why they did it. Is because yeah, like, oh, he's fifty. All right, so he was born 1970, so he would have been 22 <laughs> in 1992. <laughs> yep. Skeet Skeet Alridge born 1970, (sighs) he was, you know, Aaron, just that fresh, fresh fresh-faced 22-year-old senior.
1: I mean, why can't he just play (laughs) younger than he is? Why couldn't he have been turning 45?
0: I don't know, Aaron. Uh, So around 2009, Charles ran away from the Institute. Upon leaving, he discovered information about his biological family, went to the Cooper household to see his mother, though he never got a chance to meet her. I think because Hal like, kicked him off. He was like, "Get get out of here. Uh, I think I remember mentioning that. Sometime later, he found himself living in Centerville, where he ended up being romantically involved with Chick and told him about his life. Their friendship increasingly deteriorated, and they argued constantly until Chick lost control and allegedly killed him during a fight.
1: So that would have happened when they're like 21, like 20, like seven years ago. Like, right after he tried to make friends with his mom?
0: The problem is that despite him being an FBI agent, there is nothing ever mentioned in his background about when he became an FBI agent. The last thing they mention is that Chick told Betty that he killed Charles. Then Charles said that Chick killed a person. But... And the problem here's at this point we don't know the truth, and honestly, I, that's fine. I don't need to know what actually. I would like to know what actually happened between Chick and Charles.
1: But none of these timelines make sense. Yeah, like this is impossible. Because don't you need a university degree to join the FBI? Yeah,
0: I don't understand how he joined the FBI. There's it him. Being, and how
1: is he so senior that he's allowed to be there? Like by himself? like he leads a team. He
0: does. He he is a he runs an operation. He in. Cass was stopping the farm and he and he gets Alice to be and you like
1: know. no twenty seven year old, least of all one who has no formal education, which like formal education is what it is, but definitely to become an FBI agent, you need some credentials. Mm-hmm. No twenty-seven year old should be in charge of a task force to stop a notorious state wide cult.
0: Yeah, and he claims that goes been, to different states. Remember, he claims he's been chasing them for a while. He almost got them a couple towns ago. And because we know that Evelyn stays in for year a year of school. That was a couple years ago.
1: This made so much more sense when I thought he was thirty-five.
0: No, he's twenty-seven. Unless, he doesn't even no, he's like, 27. Th- this is the Wikipedia page. Unless if this is wrong. But here's the like, We know he was born in the 90s.
1: Yeah, because we know the Midnight Club episode took yeah. place in the 90s. So- but we know that FP and Alice and Hiram and Hermione and Luke Perry Andrews mm. and Hal and Penelope and Clifford. Are all 50. Now, Molly Ringwald Andrews could be a different age.
0: Yeah, sure. And it, honestly, Clifford could be a different age. Yes, that's true. Yes. Uh, but not by a lot.
1: Yeah, like one year. <laughs>
0: yeah. it. Yeah, no. That That is why I had to bring up the Charles problem. Because it doesn't make sense how he became an FBI agent. His entire relationship with Chick makes no sense. Like, this season makes no sense with him, Chick. I don't know how he reconnected
1: con- with him? I, I
0: assume after Chick was arrested, he came back? The
1: only thing that makes sense, that would make sense for the Chick relationship, is that Charles was doing something undercover... And he met Chick. And he, like, developed a – you know? Yeah,
0: they've been a lot better. But, like, unfortunately, what they say and – the, and this is the only thing we have from the show. So unless if we do – and the thing's like, wait, we're going to get seven years and then we're going to start talking about how Chick and Charles know each other. They've missed their chance.
1: And, like, it's okay for Charles to – like, I know certainly there are FBI agents who have drug problems. I'm mm-hmm. sure.
0: Yeah, that'll be fine.
1: But, like, the type of drug problems they have are, like – I'm going to do cocaine, stay up for 74 hours. Not, I'm going to live in a slum house with Chick.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm
1: going to live in Shady Alley.
0: Charles's <laughs> adult appearance is a tall, handsome white man who seems to be approaching 30. Sure. Sure personality Charles was a boy who grew up in the foster system with the idea of being unfitting and unwanted this may have led him to make bad life choices like yeah you know what maybe the idea being that he grew up feeling he's unwanted so the only thing he could do is that when he meets someone he likes someone's he mean to them he, in. and the only thing he knows how to react to when someone when someone doesn't like someone's mean to someone he likes is to kill them
1: yeah, and you know, it would all the stalking thing would also make sense because he's like, I need to be prepared for every situation. Yeah. I need to know everything that's going yeah. on.
0: This may have led him to make bad life choices, just, just becoming an alleged drug, drug addict. I guess to be fair, he d- no, but he's, true. he's on no, a lie he detector. Said, he
1: says he did it. And he's
0: on a lie detector. Yeah. In this show, we, they say it works. Yeah. According to Chick, he felt resentment toward his biological family, but who knows, that's Chick. Uh, despite despite his bad friendships and poor state of life he's remembered by his neighbors as being a polite boy does not mention how he became an fbi agent
1: nope not even a little bit
0: nope uh <laughs> yeah yep nope nothing nothing here saying uh saying how <laughs> how he became an fbi agent it's they they just rushed it. They rushed and be like, "Oh, yeah, is this guy, he killed these other two. He's a serial killer even though he has killed nobody around." Yeah, until Oh, um though I did learn, remember how um Betty goes to see Chick to get the truth about Charles and then Chick is like telling them start telling the police about the shady man? Yeah. Now, I just think this is pretty cool. The reason he does that, though it's not clarified in the series. This is just me figuring it out. He does. The reason that Chick tells the cops are being like, oh, my dear, the shady man is, is that Charles can learn out where he is and help dispose of the body better so he could be trusted by his family. Oh. And that is more of what I wanted to see from Charles. I want him. Remember how he said, like, it would be yeah. cool if he was the auteur because then he was literally committing a crime so that he could hang out with his family solving crimes. Mm-hmm.
1: And that would also explain why the auteur doesn't do anything.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, I think he should have been killing people. Yeah. Yeah, but he shouldn't have been doing anything to them because he doesn't want to hurt them. He but wants, he to, wants get, to stay. Yeah, it's the because he's an FBI agent. Why is he still in town if there's no murders or not, no crimes going on? So he makes crimes, mm-hmm. he stays in town, and then when they re- when they learn he's the killer, he's like, I just wanted to be with you guys. And they're like... I mean, dude.
1: That's not how you do that, sir.
0: Because his reveal right now, he's like, "Yes, I am a serial killer, and I killed them because I kill people who are mean to those I love." Anyway, I'll go directly to jail now. (laughs) Like
1: (laughs) he doesn't even commit it. Like confess it on.
0: I mean, uh, uh, essentially, he does. He goes later, and it's like, ah, you're correct. They did catch me. But like, if he was more like, like, yeah. Like, like, like he's almost aware what he's doing is wrong, but he's like, this is the way I have to do it. Mm -hmm. And, and maybe when it reveals at the end that they figure out who it is, I can be like, yeah, but I mean, wasn't it fun? Us hanging out,
1: solving mysteries,
0: remember these things? Rather than him just being like, yes, I did. I killed two people in this episode and will claim I'm a serial killer of others.
1: But I'll give no further information.
0: <laughs> and I claim to know that Jellybean was the one who did that. But I mean, oh, I wouldn't um, Why would be the fun in telling you? I mean,
1: I guess he has been bugging the house. So he probably did hear her talking to her friends.
0: <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, yeah. The, I, I think he <laughs> maybe he does know. But if he does know that's even weirder and and then the whole chick thing also they're like what was chick's deal
1: (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) he was just a drug addict
0: but but now and then him and charles like it just was like oh yeah they're together now and maybe they're plotting something every question whenever i look up like question about season four like oh what are charles and chick plotting and they're not really plotting anything.
1: They're just touching base.
0: Yeah, Charles had Chick after the per- I think what happens, Betty visited Chick, and Chick told Charles, hey, Betty visited me, and Char and then they concocted con- the whole thing is like, oh, you tell the you start telling the police with a shady man, they'll reveal to me who where they are, I'll help get rid of the body. Bing bang boom. I'm in their good graces. Yep. On and on, and this episode this series does a good this season does a good job of it. This season does a perfect job of showing the one the biggest flaw i always see with riverdale which is that they have really cool ideas but they're never implemented well the The jelly bean thing is cool don't get me wrong the whole like person making these things for attention Mm -hmm. could have been done well as jelly bean that but
1: the thing with riverdale is they come up with an idea and then that's the end of it there's no like (laughs) what's the end of your idea
0: and going back to Mr. Honey, remember it's like this is the best year ever. Mr. Honey raised the GPA. Okay, he's been there for one year. Yeah, there's nothing to do with him. Yeah, they do a lot. They say a lot of things that he. There's no way he
1: had any impact on. He raised. No the GPA. one was murdered. Okay. Yeah. Well, no one was murdered. Not a serial killer because there
0: was there was no serial killer. They this. were
1: busy at a different school. Okay.
0: So Miss Bell, this is what Miss Bell revealed. So over, she's been there for 50 years, and so she's like, I was eight principals. Mr. Honey was the best thus far. That's a lie. Yeah. This year alone, he has personally arranged for six low-income students to go to college on full scholarships. Yeah. Well, you failed Archie Andrews. Yeah.
1: Didn't even try.
0: Didn't even try. The, what you did was the easiest thing you could have done. You got six kids who didn't who have were much good money. At school. Yeah. And you got them to go to college. That, that, don't get me wrong. That's a great thing to do, but that's an easy thing but to do. But you know who
1: I bet one of them was? Monroe. <laughs> and you know why Monroe Monroe was at your school?
0: archie yeah also the school's gpa is higher than it's been in decades that one year of a principal does not all change
1: how teachers teach
0: change your gpa like what he didn't do anything there more seniors will be going away to college than than they have since 1956
1: so who cares about archie andrews or jughead jones or moose who just switched schools for no reason
0: yeah like (laughs) more see once again that's not a one year thing like Mr. Weatherby yeah, had that's been
1: a path. Mr. Weatherby yeah. set the road for that to happen. And then
0: no students have died under his watch. Now, let's look back. This year for one had no serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. Last year there was a game apparently making people kill each other. That was Penelope. Penelope was doing all that.
1: But the two students who died did do a suicide.
0: Yes, that's true. <laughs> but I mean because of a game the made year, them. The year before do it. that mid- Mitch. Yeah.
1: And the year before, well, to be fair, the year before that, Jason Blossom <laughs> actually died the year before that. <laughs> so, really,
0: <laughs> yes, really, it's it's just like <laughs> this this season. Yeah, no, no, like <laughs> it's funny the season being like, oh, this is the darkest Riverdale's ever been. I'm like, I'm not sure. Like you, like. The worst you had was Stonewall, and we're not even entirely sure Stonewall is in Riverdale. Riverdale. <laughs>
1: the Riverdale characters were mostly just dealing and, with, like, family drama. And
0: not only that, the worst thing that happened there, like, out, outside, like, I want people to notice, is Jughead was dead for three days.
1: Was this the season... Maybe a
0: week, maybe a week.
1: Was this the season where Reggie's dad was abusive and then Archie? Yes. So, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's pretty dark.
0: I guess. But, but then, then Reggie they, beat
1: up his car, and then his dad was no longer abusive.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. Uh, yes, this was that. Uh, but that's not, like, dark town.
1: No, that's, like, teen drama dark.
0: Yeah. Um, the Then there's, the all the kids making the videos. And I was doing it. That's creepy.
1: But that doesn't have anything to do with the high school.
0: And we've all... <laughs> it has nothing to do with the high school.
1: And, like, kids, do, kids do things <laughs> that when you look at them afterwards, you're like, that was a creepy thing we did.
0: Well, and also, like... The, this show can't seem to decide how widespread or small it is as well. They seem to imply it was so widespread, but that's impossible for Jellybean the first. I guess she spent a lot, man, six hours.
1: I don't think she stayed there with it for six hours.
0: I would not leave a camera. Someone would walk by and be like, there's a camera here.
1: She hid it in the bushes where <laughs> Penelope hides.
0: <laughs> but how? We shot, saw those shots. are just across the street.
1: There's bushes across the... Street. I mean, sometimes Archie's house is across the street and sometimes it's next to Betty's <laughs> no, house. Don't. No,
0: there's no bushes across the street. There's Archie Andrews' house across the street so and next t- door.
1: <laughs> um, I looked at some information while we were talking. Yep. Wyatt Nash, the actor who plays Charles. Yeah. 32. Yeah. Okay. Charles Melton, the actor who plays Reggie. 30.
0: Yeah. I mean, at least when they the come back... The rest of the
1: actors who play the adult's like t- 22, 24.
0: Yeah. Um, Kate Champa will be playing older...
1: He will be playing. Most of them will like most Lily Reinhardt's only twenty four.
0: Yeah, most of them will be playing.
1: I think Cole Sprouse will be playing his old his own age. Yeah,
0: because they're seventeen, about 17, 18. eighteen. They're eighteen. Depending, some,
1: some of them are nineteen. Because Jughead, I think, is a year older. Wasn't he, he held no. back once?
0: Because Jughead
1: could drive before everyone else did. He was held back a year.
0: Aaron, I this know, is canon. I know, but I don't think he was held back a year. Once again, I'm on the Wikipedia. Let's look this up. He was born October second, two thousand and one. So. Yeah, yeah, he held back a year.
1: So I think... So
0: he's so he's 18. He's 18.
1: No, 19.
0: In October America, 2nd.
1: <laughs> in America... Okay, so he's turning 19. In America, yes. you turn 18 your senior year. I it mean... Doesn't ba- it doesn't matter if your birthday's in September or if it's in June. You turn 18 in your senior year in America.
0: Okay. Well, because I, I know... He, he, Canada's like, wild. Well, if, if you're... I mean, you, you turn that year, it's just that, like... So, 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 so they they do the transition between when you would go to school, what year in the middle of summer.
1: Yeah. So, um, if your birth, if you are, if you are five, if you're four on August thirty first, you start kindergarten, and then you turn five some point that year. I think. No, if you're five, if you're five on August thirty first, you start kindergarten, and then you turn six that year. <laughs> Whereas in Canada. You can do it, like, if your birthday... In Alberta, you can do it, like, I turned five in October of my kindergarten year, but I could have started kindergarten that year if I had a birthday up until February, because right. that's Alberta.
0: Okay. Well, how's FB 22 <laughs> in high school?
1: So how are they all 22, Kevin? They're oh, all sorry. 22. Sorry. they're all
0: 22. Maybe maybe in this place, you actually, you turn 22 in. <laughs>
1: so may- maybe our main characters are all 22, and soon they'll be playing
0: 29-year-olds. <laughs> the mid... <laughs> The Midnight Club only says the '90s, which gives them an entire decade. But there's no date in that decade that makes it work. None of it's correct. <laughs> none of none of it works. We're going to wrap this up. I do have one last thing I do want to say. All right, actually about season three. All right, and that is something we talked about off screen, or off screen, off <laughs> off mic, which is the fact that Penelope who was around the Midnight Club, was killing people in that time as well.
1: Killed people in the 90s, killed people in 2020.
0: Yep, yeah, so her weird, like, no, I only murder people because men, evil, this thing. Like, no, but why, why'd you kill back then?
1: Because Featherweather, also
0: I don't, evil. But, but she didn't try to kill Featherweather. No,
1: she was trying to kill someone in the woman's she did, bathroom. She was trying to
0: kill kill somebody there, not Featherweather. I don't know why he drank. <laughs> yeah.
1: It makes no sense why you would see Kool-Aid and be like, oh, gotta (laughs) drink this Kool-Aid in the bathroom. Oh, it's the
0: middle of the night and when the women's bathroom at a high school. Better drink this (laughs) Kool-Aid. That guy deserved to die. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) He had
1: no street smarts.
0: No, no. He's like, "Oh, am I parched. (laughs) Better drink this blue liquid in a bathroom. We've done that joke many times. But that is season four. It was a wild season. It had the long break. I don't know. I feel like it probably was one of the worst ones for this show.
1: Best season, season one. Archie punches through ice. Can't <laughs> beat that.
0: And he and he broke his hand for real. Yeah, because <laughs> he punched that foam mattress too hard.
1: Oh, Archie KJ Appa, you sweet sweet boy.
0: I the thing is, like I I might say season one is the best one just because it was before a lot of the bad habits of the show got in. I the thing is here, here's the thing. The thing I, is
1: that the Griffins and Gargoyles and Cult season had so much potential. Th- that's the
0: thing. I want I almost want to say I think season 3 is my favorite because of head Yeah. Not, you can
1: make it really good.
0: Yeah, like it, it it fell apart in so many different ways. The Griffin's and Gargoyles thing made no sense. It is the one that utterly ruined the timeline.
1: And 100% <laughs> it should have had something to do with the cult.
0: But like
1: but there's some cool stuff in there. but it. there's
0: cool stuff in there um that's
1: when we found out about the sex bunker
0: sex bunk <laughs> the beginning of the sex bunker uh season season 4 I'll give them that I really liked the beginning of the videotapes. We talked a lot about how I don't like how it turned out. I really think it should have been Charles and should have been tied into him.
1: I liked a lot of the Stonewall stuff, too. Like, the Secret Society stuff was yeah. actually pretty cool. Well,
0: and, well, yeah, and it was so cool until they actually got into it, and then they just stopped having any Secret Society things. Like, it didn't feel like a Secret Society anymore. It was just
1: a society. <laughs>
0: it was just a society. <laughs> <laughs> it was just that their writers were like, we want to put a secret... Oh, Quill and Bones. What does it mean? What is it? And then it's just... And it's just like... Oh no! It's just like a group. Well, and also they just forgot about it. Like, like nothing else seemed to really feel like Quill and Bonesy. Mm-hmm. And also, it really that plan when you look at it doesn't make sense. The perfect murder thing is cool.
1: I don't think the kids were supposed to work together. I just think that generation of future
0: writers was well, too dumb. <laughs> well, what Jughead says is the reason he figured it out is because when his book got rewritten and submitted. Uh, he could tell they had all written well, it. Well, no, um, uh, DuPont tells him that they all wrote it. Oh, right. And, and he was like, that was my, that was my hint. Who, who murdered me? They all did. They're too dumb to do a solo <laughs>
1: because murder. Because they're too
0: dumb to do, do a solo murder. And then they killed Jonathan because Jonathan didn't do the, um.
1: <laughs> I forgot they killed Jonathan.
0: Oh, the, the Wikipedia doesn't mention it. The Wikipedia says, oh, and Donna said he had food poisoning. And I'm like, guys, that means he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> show. Wikipedia, wh- that, that, that is a subtle implication that he's dead. Notice how he doesn't show up again ever.
1: And, like, they definitely say something about him.
0: <sighs> no, he's dead. Yeah. he dead. Joan dead. Brett dead. Donna running through the, <laughs> the rain forever.
1: Donna is with the wind.
0: Donna with the wind.
1: But she could come back in seven years. Just calling <laughs> Betty in the middle of the night. I want
0: her to keep... Walking into scenes, being like, ah, according to my plan. You know, <laughs> what do you mean? How
1: could this possibly How could be, according, this possibly to be according to your
0: plan? It's like, no, I see, I, I wanted this to happen. <laughs> but what did you do to make it happen? No, the secret. Oh, my God. No, that's that's what Donna was doing. She's like, no, no, I wielded hard enough, and then it happened.
1: I was thinking, and now it's
0: here. I was was putting the energy out into the world. I want DuPont to be dead. And then guess what? He was dead. I did it, guys. It was me. I'm the mastermind. Donna. (laughs) Donna Sweet, whose last name has two T's in it. (laughs) <laughs> just throwing that out there just throwing out that they just didn't want to spell her last name cool cool all right well this was a nice bonus episode we'll see how much of that we actually <laughs> use it's, good. it's like talking about the series and just sometimes we don't always get the time to
1: really dig into things to really
0: dig into things it was a it was a long it was a long season and <laughs> Technically, we're three episodes into season five, but
1: but I mean, we just finished season four. It yeah. is what it is.
0: Yeah. And let's see, and let's see what season five brings us.